Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here um, on a Saturday morning to talk about uh the sports sports ladies ladies and gentlemen you know the 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 best thing we could talk about any any time anywhere um there's there's a lot to get into there's a lot to get into this week we got the the divisional uh round right we got that this week um going to be very interesting going to be very interesting very exciting um you have uh a lot a lot of good games a lot of good games um Yes, Eagles aren't in it anymore, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna finish the Eagles season today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. And we won't bring up Eagles uh again unless there's some breaking news or something like that. You know, something dr- drastic. Um So yeah. Um It's great. It's great to it, it's a great time to be alive right now when it comes to sports and all that. Um we got UFC. We got UFC, UFC 270 tonight. That's going to be good. Um, I think the main card starts at 10. It usually finishes around 12, 1230, almost 1 o'clock. So, um, you know, the main event, depending how long the, the fight's take and all that. Um, so it should be very interesting. It should be very interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, before I... Uh, before I um continue with this podcast, I want to I want to say something. I want to say something. Um um you know cuz we got a lot to talk about. We got NFL, NBA, National Hockey League, Major League Baseball. We have um we have uh UFC, we um no boxing, no boxing. Um but we have uh college basketball as well, so we're going to get into all of that. Um So, um a few months ago, you guys are probably wondering if you guys see my social media, haven't really posted my wife or, um, you know, no pic, yeah, no pictures or anything. You know, I haven't said anything about her. Um, it's because uh, we had we had split up, right? The 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 couple that a lot of pe- a lot of people like to see the get together and a lot of pe- a lot uh the couple a lot of people don't like to see together um and uh we are splitting up we are splitting up um for various reasons um about a week ago i um we decided to get back together um all right um try to work things out and um yeah that's that's where we're at right now working things out i I moved back home with my family and to um pennsylvania um i'm i'm going I'm going back home today I'm going back to ohio um i need me i need my wife i need my son um it's just it's just the right thing to do people you know don't don't ever let anybody get in the way of love you know if if you love that person and you really want to make it work, um, it can definitely work, people. It definitely can work. And I'm, I'm a testament to it right now. Um, 
with me and my wife, you know, trying to make things work, trying to make things right. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people won't understand it. Uh, some will, but not everybody's going to understand why you do what you do, why you make the moves that you make. Why, why would I move to Pennsylvania? Then four or five months later, go back to Ohio you know, you see a change in people, you see a change in each other, you give each other that space for four or five months, and you're like, I, I still love you, I've, I've changed, and I think I want to make this work. And when you can always do that, in a, not only in a relationship, but in a marriage, you know, I, I, I've always been a, a testament, I've been a, a vocalist of, I'm never going to get married, well, I met, met, met this amazing girl, I got married, and I've always said, I'm not going to get married again, um, so, uh, so for now, no divorce, no none of that. It was on the table. It was on the table, you know. The divorce, you know. We ha- we have a son, and um, it was it was it was definitely a tough tough four or five months. But uh, we made it. We made it. You know, through all the bumps on the roads and um, all the sacrifices that had to be made. Um, it's all worth it. It's all worth it for uh, the Cologne family, definitely. You know, um, so I, you know, I, I, I got to give not only thanks to, you know, everybody that's helped us um, in, in this situation, the prayers and everything. But I also got to thank um, the man upstairs. I got to thank God. I got to thank God because without him, um, God knows what, what could have transpired. You know, it, it was it was rough, people. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough, man. Um for a while, for a while, it was definitely rough, and um, just happy I got you know that we're able to keep the family together and and continue to love each other, but way way better than before, you know. So um, yeah, I'm definitely happy. I can't I can't wait to see what the uh, future brings for me, her, and MJ, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, people. Um. Women's basketball, you got Texas versus TCU today at 2 o'clock p.m. FGCU versus Jayville State at 2.45 p.m. And then BYU versus San Diego at 4 o'clock p.m. BYU is real good. They're 14-1. and one. Wow. FGCU, 16-1, and one, you know. But it's not like college football, you know. That that 16-1 and one can turn to like 16-15 and 15 in a matter of weeks. So, um... It really doesn't mean much. It really doesn't mean much. Um, <clears throat> my Villanova Wildcats, the woman's side. This is the woman's side I'm talking about, people. Uh, trying to see when they play again. Um, when do they? Uh, when do they play again? Um, if I can, if I could find it, you know. Um, they play uh they played on Friday. They beat um they beat Providence seventy one to fifty six. They play on Sunday, they play Creighton um at one o'clock. So there you go. Now for men's basketball, you got Villanova and Georgetown um at twelve o'clock PM in a matter of a few minutes. Um Villanova's thirteen and five. They're ranked number eleven right now. They're pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Usually, the Villanova men's basketball team has always been pretty, pretty decent. 
You got Syracuse versus Duke at 12. You have uh, West Virginia versus Texas Tech at 12. Kentucky versus Auburn <clears throat> at 1 o'clock. Oklahoma State versus Texas at 2 o'clock. Nebraska and Ohio State, that game got postponed. Ballard versus Oklahoma at 3 o'clock. Missouri State versus Loyola at Chicago at 3.30 p.m. Kansas versus Kansas State at 4 o'clock. Iowa State versus TCU at 4 o'clock. East Carolina versus Houston at 6 o'clock. LSU versus Tennessee at 6 o'clock. Um, USC versus Utah at 6.30. And UCLA versus Colorado at 9 o'clock. So that's what we got going on right there for men's basketball today. And in the rankings, you got Gonzaga number one, Auburn number two, Arizona number three, Purdue number four, Ballard number five, Duke number six, Kansas number seven, Wisconsin number eight, UCLA number nine, Houston number 10, Villanova number 11, Kentucky 12, LSU 13, uh, Michigan State University 14, Iowa State uh, 15, USC 16, Illinois 17, Texas Tech University 18, Ohio State University 19, Xavier 20, Providence 21, um, Loyola Chicago 22, Texas 23, uh, Tennessee 24, and uh, Connecticut UConn, sorry, (laughs) UConn 25. All right, that's that's the rankings right now. Don't forget, March Madness is a is a few few months away, couple months away actually. That's good. That's good. Drinking coffee while I do this podcast. Um, WNBA uh, Seattle Storm add to their uh, coaching staff. They hire Pookie uh, Pokey uh, Chapman and Ebony Hoffman as assistants. Um, Murky. Mur- Murky, Mercury, Mer, Mercury, whatever, to hire Aces Nagard as the coach. Um, yeah, that's uh, some of the news going on right now in the um, WNBA. Um, okay, we we'll move on to National Hockey League. Let's talk about it. today. We have uh, Blackhawks in the Wild. We have Flyers and Sabres. Jets and the Bruins, sorry, Blackhawks in the Wild, that's at 9 p.m. Flyers and Sabres is at 1. Um, Jets and Bruins at 3. Hurricanes, Devils at 7. Coyotes and Rangers at 7. Senators and Capitals at 7. Canadians and Avalanche at 7. Maple Leafs and Icelanders at 7. Red Wings and Predators at 8.30. Flames and Oilers at 10. And Lightning and Start and Lightning and the Sharks at 10.30. That's what we got for today. Um, yesterday, actually, uh, the Wild destroyed the Blackhawks 5-1. The Hurricanes beat the Rangers 6-3. The Penguins defeated the Blue Jackets 5-2. The Stars defeated the Red Wings 5-4. Icelanders defeated the Coyotes 4-0. Panthers defeated the Canucks 2-1. The Ducks defeated the Lightning 5-1. And then the Blues defeated the Kraken 5-0. So that's what we got going on. We look at the standings, right? Um, 
Right now, the Panthers, uh, they're number one. <clears throat> they're number one right now. They're 28 and 8. Behind them is the Tampa Bay Lightning with the 27 and 10 record. Toronto Maple Leafs are 24 and 10. They're in third. Number four is the Boston Bruins. They're 23 and 12. Um, at number at number five, you got the Red Wings. They are um, 18 and 17. Sabres are 12 and 21. Um, you have the Senators. Um, they're 11 and 20, and then the Canadians are 8 and 25. And you look at the Metro Metropolitan. Um, Hurricanes are number one with the record of 27 and 8. The Rangers are tw- tw- are second with 26 and 11. Um, Penguins are third with 25 and 10 record. Um, the Capitals they are 22 and 10. Um, the Blue Jackets are 18 and 19. The Icelanders are 14 and 13. Um, the Flyers are 13 and 19, and then the the, the Devils are 14 and 19. In the Western Conference, in the Central, you have uh, the Avalanche. They are 27 and 8. The uh, the Blues, the Blues are 24 and 11. The Predators are uh, Predators are 25 and 14. The Wild are um, the Wilds twenty three and ten. The Stars are um, twenty and sixteen. The Jets are uh, seventeen and thirteen. The Chicago Blackhawks are fifteen and nineteen. The Coyotes are ten and twenty five. And the Pacific, the Golden Knights are twenty four and fifteen. The Ducks are uh, twenty and sixteen. The Kings are twenty and sixteen. The uh, the Sharks are um, twenty one and eighteen. The Flames are uh, eighteen and eleven. The Canucks are eighteen and eighteen. The Oilers are eighteen and sixteen. And Kraken they are twenty. I mean, sorry, twelve and twenty four. So that's uh, that's the records right now for um, for the National Hockey League. That's um, right now, you know. Um, I'm being real with y'all, people. I didn't talk about hockey last week. Um, I'm talking about it this week, obviously. Um, my my Chicago Blackhawks—they're pitiful. They're embarrassing. I'm be- like, we. It feels like we don't deserve to be in this league. You know, last time we won, we beat the Ducks on the 15th of January. On the 17th, we lost to Kraken in a shootout. We were going to play the Oilers, but that got postponed, and we lost last night to the Wild 5-1. to one. We play them again tonight at 9 o'clock. We got to do better. We, we we have to do better. You know, um, this is a team that made a lot of moves in the offseason, and it's uh, it's not paying off. It's not paying – people, it's, it's not paying off, man. We look, we 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 just we look like we don't deserve to to be up there with other people in terms of you know hockey teams and stuff like that, and that's sad. We you know we shouldn't have to be like yeah we probably don't deserve to be in here <laughs> you know um no you know we we if we've earned the spot if we if we've shown what we're capable of we should be able to be like yeah we deserve to be here just like you guys. And I, the, the results ain't just showing. They're they're not showing 
they're not showing for um the uh the games, you know, each game is just like, uh, you know, beginning of the season, I was excited, but then it's like, uh, eh, yeah, now, uh, eh, you know, um, so I don't know. And then, um, so yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. We still got a bunch of games left in the national hockey league, so we'll see, but it just, it's not looking good. Then, um, let's move on to major league baseball. Major League Baseball. There's still a few free agents out there. I know a lot. there's a few out there still, and I'm just like, ooh, like, come on, man. I I, I want to see something. I want to see something. But you know, the holdout with the whole holdout thing and everything. That's gonna it's gonna take a while. Um, I know. Um, I had just seen it. Um, the ML MLBPA. They're gonna do a counter offer. So. Um, We'll see. Oh, right here. Yeah, they're going to make a counter offer on Monday. Robot umpires also will be used in AAA in 2022. So we'll see what happens. Um, free agent Carlos Correa hires uh, Boras to represent him as his agent. So we'll see. Um, I know, there's, like I said, there's a few guys available still. Um, we just have to see, you know. Um, we have to see who we get, who we, you know. I, I want... I want the Yankees to bring a championship home this year. I want them to bring a championship home this year. Um, so we'll we'll definitely see what happens there. Um, I'm just ready for this whole uh, for this whole holdout thing to be over with, man, and get get back to you know signing free agents and stuff like that. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. All right, now. Um, Let's look at the UFC. UFC people, we got UFC 270 tonight. You got Nagano versus Gain. That's right. That's tonight. It's uh, gonna be a hell of. It's gonna be a hell of a, a main event, a pay per view. It is, man. Um, man, I mean, you talk about like big time. Like when you when you when you talk about big time pay per views, you. And all-time main events, right? All-time main eventers in the US, in UFC, UFC history. When you got two big dudes like Francis Naganu and Cyril Gain, it don't get bigger than that. It, it, it just don't. It, it does not get bigger than that. Naganu versus Gain. Two absolute monsters. One is the UFC champion. The other one has has the interim UFC title. One of them can walk out with both. Well, if Gain if Gain wins, he could just walk out with both, right? But if uh, yeah, this this one's tough. This one, like you know, I I know, you know, UFC announced this fight a while ago, and I was just I don't know who to pick. I don't know who to pick, man. But we're going to start with the main card uh, first. You got Michael Morales versus Trevin Gills. I'm going to go with the... I think I'm going to go with Trevin Gills to win this one. Um, It's a welterweight bout. Um, Then we go to a bantamweight bout. You have Cody Stammen versus Saeed Normageddoff. I'm going to go with Normageddoff to win. Um... Michael Pereira versus Andre 
Fowlo. Um, I got Pereira winning the welterweight bout. Then you have uh, the co-main event, the flyweight title bout. You have Brandon Moreno versus Devison Figueredo. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon to win. I think he wins. He 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 retains the championship. Um, and then we have the, the main event, the heavyweight title bout. You got Francis Naganu versus Cyril Gain. That's right. Um, the Predator, Francis Naganu versus Bone Gammon, Cyril Gain, ladies and gentlemen. Francis Naganu, he's 16 and 3 in his career. Cyril Gain is 10 and 0. He's undefeated. Both have won their last fight. Obviously, Francis, when he won his last fight, he um when 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 Francis won his last fight, that that was for um when he won the when he won the championship. Cyril Gain, when he won his last fight, he won the interim championship. Right? So uh both guys are six four. Francis is two sixty two at his weight. Um Cyril Gain is two forty five. The reach, Francis has eighty three he has eighty three inches in reach. Cyril Gain has 81. His leg reach uh, for Fr- for Francis, his leg reach is 44.5. For Cyril Gain is 42. Um, usually, what they win by uh, Francis usually wins 75% of his fights by KO. Cyril is uh, 40%, 30% for for Cyril through uh, submission, 25 for Francis Naganu. Francis has never won by decision. But Ciro has 30%. Average fight time, Francis 5, 5.38. Ciro gain 15 minutes. Knockdown average, Francis 1.64. This is per 15 minutes. And uh, Ciro gain 0.28. Significant strikes, strikes landed per minute. Ciro 5.37. Francis 2.54. Significant strikes. Cyril gained 57%. Um, you have uh, Francis with 41%. Um, absorbed per minute. Uh, Cyril gained 2.4. Francis 2.04. Defense. Cyril gained 62%. Francis Nagano 45%. Grappling. Takedown average. Um, Cyril 0.71. Francis 0.2. Takedown accuracy, Cyril gained 20%. Um, Francis Ngannou, 33%. Takedown defense, uh, Cyril gained 100%. Uh, Francis Ngannou, 72%. Submission average, Francis Ngannou, 0.41. Uh, Cyril gained 0.28. All right. All right. I became a big fan of Cyril Gain. Since his last fight, I, I, I the dude won me over. The dude won me over. Um, but uh, man, the, the, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. This one's tough. This one's tough. Now, I, I see some people were arguing that John Jones is a, is a is a more scarier opponent for Francis Ngannou than than Cyril Gain. Um, I, I disagree with that. I think Cyril Gain is the real deal. He defeated Derek Lewis the last time they fought. Um, this dude's 31 years of age. Um, I don't know. How, that's the one thing that they're not sure. Francis Ngannou, how old is... Oh, Francis Ngannou's 35. Whew, okay. 
I'll be real with y'all. When we, when we talk about heavyweight fights, this has the potential to be a top five heavyweight fight. I think somebody gets knocked out. That's how they win. Because um, if, it, it if it goes to a decision, Cyril Gaines going to win this one. And I know all, all, all the fans right there, they got pissed off. I know. I, hey, I get it. I get without without no doubt in my mind, I get it. I get y'all didn't like that. But I'm going to tell y'all this right now. Cyril Gain has the the takedown, you know, submissions. He has that. Francis Ngannou, let's be real, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that in his art- artillery. Cyril Gain does. Cyril Gain, he don't have to beat you, knock you down all the time. He can, he can make just make you su- submit, and that's it. Francis doesn't. Francis now, if he catches Francis, Francis and Gano, if he catches you the right way with that power punch, you're going down. But I don't know if somebody like Cyril Gain will go down. That's my thing, right? I get, I get, I get, I get it. You know, Francis is, you know, this monster, and I, I, I truly get it. I, I got respect for the dude. He's one of the best in this business. One of the best in this business. They have the same stance. One, I'm gonna say that right now. Ortho, they have the same stance. But what I will say is, Francis Nagano is that dude. No doubt, people. I we get you know we ain't never gonna take that away from Francis Nagano. We all know he's that dude. We all like we know he's that dude. But is his heart in it anymore? That's that's my thing. Is his heart in it anymore? Because he's having problems with UFC. Let's get that out the way. All right. Let's be real. He's having problems with UFC. He hasn't fought since March 27th when when they had UFC 260. When he when he took the belt off of Miltich. Okay? Gain, on the other hand, he fought August 7th, where he beat Derrick Lewis to make this match official. So I really don't want to hear that, oh, Francis, I get it. He's that monster, no doubt. But you haven't fought. You're almost, you're going into a year since you have not fought in the UFC. Almost nearly a year. March 27th was the last time you fought in the UFC. Cyril Gain, last time he fought was August 7th, only a few months away. September, October, November, December, Jan, five months away, okay? And the only reason he had probably has not fought, that he did not fight, let's say, December, maybe December, late November, was because he said, I want Francis Nagano. That's the next one. And that's what the UFC said as well, obviously. Um, so, I'm going to be real with y'all. I think... The rust comes into it, even though it, it, you know it's it, it won't always it's not always like that. But we've seen it with McGregor, we've seen it with, with Conor McGregor. We're, we're best believe we're gonna see it with John Jones whenever he decides to come back, which I I assume he will he will fight the winner of this ma- of this uh this fight tonight. But in my mind, when I look at this. 
I say Cyril Gain is the next one in line to be a star. Cyril Gain has it all. He can make he can make you submit in matter of seconds, just like he can he can knock your ass to the ground. Francis Naganu, his power phenomenal. He we seen what he did a Miltic. Alright, so I, I I'm not gonna question it. I'm not gonna question it at all. But I think Cyril Gain defeats Francis Naganu tonight. Without a doubt in my damn mind. That's what happens tonight. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Now, we could see a situation where Cyril Gain catches him with a hit. Boom. Right. Um, he starts to get wobbly. He's let's say he, he he's on the floor, right? But Cyril Gain just isn't knock isn't able to knock him out. You know, let's say uh Francis protects himself. At that point, the what Cyril Gain has worked for all his life, he has to put he has to think. He has to be like, all right. I can't, I'm not going to be able to knock him out, but this is my one opportunity to finish this fight right here, right now. So what he has to do right there is just put him in a submission. Boom, bada boom, bada bing. Cyril Gain is your next UFC champion. That's it. That's it, people. But like I said, I got Cyril Gain winning tonight. I'm a big fan. He made me a big fan on August 7th. On August 7th, when I seen him beat Derek Lewis, I was like, this dude is the real deal. This dude is next in line to be UFC champion. This dude will be next in line to be one of the best to ever do it. But he has to, for him to do that, this is his opportunity right here, right now, tonight, to 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 to. Feel the moment. Let the goosebumps come and go. But once, once, once they say it's it's that time, you better break the fucking wide world open. So yes, I got zero gain winning. There you go. I got zero gain winning, people. But all right, let's uh let's move on to the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on to the NBA. Um college uh college college football is done. Um I don't know if they got any news though. Um just you know, coaching stuff and stuff like that. But nothing nothing too big. Um NBA though, you got the Kings and Bucks today at seven o'clock PM. You have the Thunder and the Cavaliers at eight o'clock. And you have the Pacers and the Suns at nine o'clock. Pacers are on a little, they're on a little high, high um, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a pedestal right now. Pacers beat the Warriors uh, a few days ago. Then they beat the, um, they beat the Lakers as well. So right now they're, uh, they're a little up there. They're a little up there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, let's, let's talk about some of the games last night, um, uh, the the Bucks beat the Bulls uh, ninety four to ninety. Uh, Bulls Bulls were short handed. They didn't have they didn't have Zach Levine. They didn't have Lonzo Ball. They you know Derrick Jones. They they were missing a few, a few key players. Um, but I, I'm gonna be real with y'all. 
the Bucks had Antetokounmpo. I think I finally said it right. I don't know. Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Okay. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. They had they had everybody. They had everybody. The Chicago Bulls. Mar DeRozan was on his own. He scored 35 points. He was 17 for 18 from the free throw line. Um, you know, uh, the next, I mean, they have Vucevic. He, he put up uh, 19. But everybody else really didn't show up. Um, they really didn't show up. Alex Caruso, he uh, he played. He didn't have a real good game. He, he took a hard hit, though. Took a hard hit. But what I want, to, what I want you to know by this is, this is what I want you guys to know. This is what I want you guys to know, real quick. The Bulls are for real. The defense they put on the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Milwaukee Bucks did the same. But, I mean, really ain't have big-time players out there. You know, we ain't have Zach Levine. We ain't have Lonzo Ball. We ain't have uh, Derek Jones, right? We're missing, a, we're missing a lot of guys. But the fact that we were able to hold the Milwaukee Bucks only 94 points, it says a lot. It says a lot. You know, we don't have Javante Green either right now. Um, you know, like I said, we're missing Patrick Williams. He's out right now. You know, we're missing a few guys. We're very shorthanded. And for the fact, this was a very entertaining game, even though Bulls were shorthanded. You know, but like I said, DeMar DeRozan put up 35 points. We lost 94 to 90, only only by four points. And to hold the Milwaukee Bucks only 94 it really showed how, how how well and built the Chicago Bulls team is, you know, defensively, offensively. Offense obviously didn't get going, but when you're missing four or five guys that contribute every night, that 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 play a factor. Like this isn't just some guy that sits that sits on the bench and comes in for like five six minutes. No, we're talking about guys that play twenty, thirty. Uh, 15, 18 minutes a game, twenty minutes a game, and um, not having that. Um, it hurt the Bulls, but um, as long as they get back and get healthy, I know uh, Lonzo had to get surgery, but he'll be back in the season, I think, four to six weeks. I'm hearing Zach Levine might be back next week. Um, so it's real, it's good, maybe uh, beginning of February, I, 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 I would say. But um, I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, the Bulls are for real. Don't sleep on them. They coming. They coming. Not not they're coming. They're here. They are here. And... Uh, to you know, to be the second best team in the in the East right now, one game, a half a game behind Brooklyn, it says a lot. It says a lot. Um, the Hornets beat Thunder one twenty one to ninety eight. Um, Hornets are a very scary team. I will say, they yeah, they they they're, they're building what they the the thing the team they got and they looking real good, looking real good for the future. The Lakers beat the Magics 116-105. LeBron put up 29 points. Um, yeah, it, was, it was good. It was good. Westbrook had 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Um, happy to see, you know, them do the thing. He played 35 minutes. He had 18, 18 points. He was 18, 8 for 17. Um, only shot one three. He missed it, but then I shoot another three. LeBron was 2 for 7 from 3, 12 for 23 from the field goal. Uh, but he has seven rebounds, five assists, and 29 points. The reason I'm bringing this up is because, you know, this, this thing where, oh, should, should, the, should the Lakers uh, um, let uh, Russell Westbrook come off the bench? I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. This one's a tough one. Like, you could do it for a little while, see if you, you, you get him back, get his head right again. Um, but then it could backfire on you as well. Nobody really wants to. Take Russ. I, I know I've, I've heard the Rockets. The Rockets would trade John Wall. 
for Russell Westbrook as long as they get a first. And it's like, no, nah, I'd rather keep, if I was the Lakers, I'd rather keep Russell Westbrook. I mean, unless you want to try and get Ben Simmons. Because um, you don't have to have Ben Simmons play play uh, the, 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 the point position. You can have him. You can have him down low, you know. Um, when we look at when we look at this, let's look at this Lakers team, people, right? Like right now, you got Trevor Reza starting. What I would do is, if you get if you get Ben Simmons, you got LeBron at, at the point, right? Um, they they are missing a lot of guys too, man. Um, I'd have Le, I've had LeBron at the point. I've had I'd have uh, Avery Bradley shooting guard. Center, you you could put Dwight Howard, um, you could put Dwight Howard or or DeAndre Jordan, whatever. Um, or you know when AD comes back, you have AD at the center center position, right? And then Ben Simmons would be a power forward. Or you could put Howard. This was, all right. This is what I'm gonna do. You got LeBron, Avery Bradley. Small forward, you could put Ben Simmons. Power forward, you put the White Howard or DeAndre Jordan, or and then center uh, Anthony Davis when he comes back. I, I I don't know. I you know, I think I think that's the way to go for the Lakers. You know, just be big. You know, um, but man, we'll have to see because that whole thing. You know, with with Ben Simmons is a little frustrating as well. Um. Clippers beat Sixers one hundred two to one hundred one. Um, yeah, Joel Embiid had forty points, but the Clippers still managed to win. Um, the Heat lost to the Hawks one hundred ten to one hundred eight. Trailblazers uh, beat the Celtics one hundred nine to one hundred five. Um, both teams are just—they're not—they're not. It's not their year. Boston's more more in a, more in a position of making the playoffs than, than Portland right now. Portland's just not. Portland's just not it right now, people. They're they're just not it. Um, Damon Lillard's still out, so yeah. So, I could definitely like I know every season we talk about it, if Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum gonna get traded. If they don't get traded at the deadline, I could see them definitely getting traded this this off season. Especially if they don't make the playoffs. They, yeah, Trailblazers are gonna be like, yeah, we gotta we gotta break this up. I could definitely see it. Raptors defeated Wizards 109-105. Nets defeated the Spurs 117-102. Grizzlies defeated the Nuggets uh, 122-118. The Jazz defeated the Pistons 111-101. And then the Warriors defeated the Rockets 105-103. Steph Curry hits uh, a buzzer, buzzer beater to to walk walk it off. He had 22 points. He didn't have a great game, but uh, the buzzer beater... Everybody, he had the buzzer beater, so everybody forgot how terrible of a game he had. <laughs> we look at the standings, though, right now. You got the Brooklyn Nets. They're 29 and 16. They're first in the East. Chicago Bulls are number two with a 28 and 16 record. Miami Heat are number three um, with a 29 and 17 record. The Milwaukee Bucks are number four with a 29 and 19 record. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers are number five with a 27 and 19 record. The Philadelphia 76ers are number six with a 26 and 19 record. The Charlotte Hornets are number seven with a 26 and 20 record. The Toronto Raptors are 22 and 21, and they have their number eight. 
Number nine is the Washington Wizards uh, with a 23 and 23 record. And then the Boston Celtics are 23 and 24 at number 10. Um, Washington, they fell off for a moment there. Washington was third, fourth, fifth. Um, and now they're, now they're ninth. I mean, they still have a chance, but it's, it's not looking as good. It's not looking as good. Um, now the people looking out, um, or let's talk about it. Orlando Magic's, they're not going to make it. Orlando Magic's ain't going to make it. Um, Detroit Pistons won't. Indiana Pacers won't. But the Hawks, the Hawks and Knicks still have a chance. The Knicks, the, the Hawks and the Knicks, um, they still have a chance. The Knicks are sitting at 22 and 24. Hawks, 20 and 25. Two teams I really wouldn't think would be looking outside right now in the season, but they are, um. You know, so it'll be interesting to see if they, they get into play in the tournament or not. Um, Western Conference, Phoenix Suns are 35-9. and nine. They're first. They're, they're, <laughs> they're the best team in, in the NBA right now. Sorry about that, that, that bird. <laughs> they're the best team in the NBA right now, no doubt about it. You know, yeah, when I, when I look at the best teams in the NBA right now, I look at Suns, I look at Golden State. Um, and then I, then I look at Brooklyn, Chicago, but then you got to look at Memphis, Utah, you know, so th- there's a lot of good teams in the NBA right now. Um, but yeah, Phoenix, number one, what a 35 and nine record. Golden State Warriors, number two, 35, 33 and 13 record. Memphis Grizzlies, number three, 32 and 16 record. Utah Jazz, number four with 30 and 16 record. Dallas Mavericks were number five with a 26-20 and 20 record. Denver Nuggets are 23-21, and 21 and they're six. They sit at six. Lakers are number seven with a 23-23 and 23 record. The Clippers are, are number eight with a 23-24 and 24 record. The Minnesota Timberwolves are 22-23, and 23 and they're sitting at number nine. And then the Portland Trail Blazers are sitting at 10 with a 19-26 and 26 record. Um, looking out right now, Houston Rockets ain't going to make it. Oklahoma City Thunder won't make it. San Antonio Spurs could make it. New Orleans Pelicans can make it, and the Kings can make it. And that's just because the Portland Trail Blazers are sitting at 10 with a 19-26 and 26 record. And Kings right now, Kings are 18-29. and 29. Pelicans are 17-28. and 28. Spurs are 17-29. and 29. So, they really, they, they, they have a chance. Um, uh... Yeah, yeah, people. Um, I I look at the Grizzlies. You know, I didn't think they were that good. You know, thirty-two and sixteen record. I like, and I don't get why John Morant isn't being mentioned in the MVP conversation. Um, you know, they beat the they beat the Nuggets last night. They beat the Nuggets last night. They uh they went one twenty-two to one eighteen. John Morant had thirty-eight points. 15 for 26 from field goal. He he was uh six for eight from the free throw line. He hit, he's improved a whole a whole lot through this season. You know he had six rebounds, six assists. He was two for six from three. You know like this dude. He he's showing up. He should. John Morant is that dude. I and you know coming out the draft, I think everybody knew who that dude really was, and that was John Morant. You know, he has 20, he's averaging 25 points a game, five rebounds, six, well, seven, really six rebounds, seven assists. Um, yeah, he, this season, he, he, he's playing good. He, he's 48% from, from shooting, 35 from three, 77% uh, free throws. Um, he has one block, one steal a game, um, three turnovers a game. I, 
if I could say like one of the best players, like one of the guys that I'm I'm a fan of, one of the young rising stars. My favorite one would probably be John Morant. I, I like his game. I love his game. I love the, I love how he plays. How he how he's aggressive with it. And um, look out for the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies this year. This this could be a team that could surprise a lot of people in the playoffs. And they've already surprised a lot of people just playing how they've been playing. So um, yeah, look look out for them. Look out for them, definitely. All right. Um, now we go to the NFL, people. Let's go to the NFL. All right. Um, last week we had Wild Card Weekend. The Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Las Vegas Raiders twenty six to nineteen. Um, you know there was a play where the the ref um, blew the whistle as uh, Joe Burrow was throwing the touchdown, and it a whole bunch of controversy. But uh, Bengals. Bengals picked off Derek Carr in the final few seconds to uh to make sure that they advanced to the next round to the next round. Derek Carr was 29 for 54, 310 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Joe Burrow was 24 for 34, 244 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Josh Jacobs had a pretty good game. He had 13 carries for 83 yards. Joe Mixon 17 carries for 48 yards. Um, Darren Waller had a uh, Seven receptions for seventy-six yards. Jamar Chase had seven. Uh, Jamar Chase had nine receptions for one hundred and sixteen yards. It was a pretty good game. Pretty good game. Um, very entertaining. Um, but like I said, Bengals are on to the next round. Bengals are moving on. They're moving forward. And uh, um, as the Eagles lost, obviously we all know Eagles lost. Um, they're out the playoffs. Um. I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Bengals, man. I'm rooting for the Bengals. I'm rooting for the Bengals. There's a few other teams I'm rooting for, but, like, my number one, it'd probably be the Bengals because this, t- this is a team that has a legitimate chance of making it to the conference championship game or the Super Bowl, you know. So uh, look out for this team, people. Look out for this team. Look out for them. They play today. Look out for them today. And, you know, if they win today, then next, then we really got to have that conversation. Will the Cincinnati Bengals make it into the, make it to the Super Bowl. And if they do, this is a story that it's unheard of. The Bills destroyed the Patriots 47 to 17. Um I mean, what Mac Jones it, yeah, terrible it was a terrible offensive game. Defensively it was just everything. Josh Allen had a field day. He only had four incompletions, but he had five touchdowns. <laughs> you know, Devin Singletary had a phenomenal game. Sixteen carries, eighty one yards, two touchdowns. It it it, it just everything went right for the Bills, as as it should have. As it should have. Move on to Sunday, the uh the Buccaneers defeated the Eagles thirty one to fifteen. Um terrible game from the Eagles offensively, defensively. Um yeah, it was just ter- it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Um Jalen Hurts and I'm gonna be real with y'all. Jalen Hurts uh let this let this one slip away, just like the coaching staff did too. You know, he um he just kept, you know, reading um he couldn't read. He couldn't read the defense. He couldn't understand what the defense like and I it befonded me. It was like, whoa. But this is what happens when you play a top top five defense in this league. Right? This is a team this is Buccaneers team that won the Super Bowl last year and they destroyed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So I'm not surprised at all by the outcome. Um I, you know, it, it was just it was just like like 
you you got to be able to read it, you know, and stop holding on to the ball too long. That's something Nick Sirianni talked about in the offseason when he was trying to decide if Jalen Hurts would be the quarterback or not. He said one of the things we're working on with Jalen Hurts is making sure he doesn't hold the ball on, hold the ball too long. Let just, read, read, one, two, three, throw that ball. You know, you got a man open, just throw it. Don't hesitate. Don't think about it too long. And even the commentators will see he would hesitate. Maybe it was because, you know, butterflies, from you know, it's his first ever playoff game, right? You're playing against the defending champs, the the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're playing against Tom Brady. You know, you hear the fans, Jalen Hurts, if he wins, oh, my God. You know, so all that, all that maybe came into factor. But you know what? At the end of the day, Philadelphia Eagles, they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs, you know, and uh, they didn't look ready for it, but... Uh, I'm just happy my team made the playoffs. We we should we should have uh we should have played a lot better. I think we should have ran the ball a lot more. Um but you know when you're playing the Buccaneers and they, you know they start piling points on you, I get why you you, you just like pass, but like the interception in the end zone where Devontae Smith was open for a while, you could have thrown it right you could have thrown it perfectly or just throwing it over the top instead of the way Jalen Hurst threw it, but he's gonna learn. He's gonna learn from that. He's gonna learn, and you know, we'll eventually, we'll see what what, what type of quarterback Jalen Hurts will be next season. You know, as as the Philadelphia as the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick and Nick Sirianni, Howie Roseman have said that Jalen Hurts will be the starting quarterback in twenty twenty two. They they were very impressed with what they've seen from him, and they're willing to give him one more try. So. It's gonna depend. It's we're, it's gonna be real interesting to see what we get from Jalen Hurts in twenty twenty two, as a start, as a sec, as a. Oh my God, this bird! <laughs> Sorry, guys. As a starting quarterback in this league, um, it's gonna be very interesting to see. I, I I'm very intrigued, very excited to see what 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 uh, transpires and what happens. Um. Um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be very interesting to see what uh. What the, what the Philadelphia Eagles have 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 in mind for next season? You know, we we got the draft coming up. Um, you know, free agency. You know, let's see what the let's see what the Philadelphia Eagles do. Um, I think the um, Jalen Hurts isn't gonna have to learn a new system. He already knows this system. He just has to work on um, his mechanics. You know, not holding on the, onto the ball too long. And. Um, we should be all right. We should be all right. 49ers defeated Cowboys 23 to 17. So how about them Cowboys? <laughs> Yo, people, you're going to run a quarterback draw. The lineman wants to line it up himself instead of giving it to the referee. But at the same time, yes, the referee should have been there. But, hey, the rules are the rules. You can't make it up. This was on the Dallas Cowboys. Bad play call. Look, I believe they're already in field goal range. I mean, and, and if if anything, if anything at all, if anything at all, Prescott, you just have to. Oh my God! Like I don't get it. All you have to do is just if you're gonna run, run towards the out of bounds line. You know, you're you're freaking running up the field and you're running it for way too long. Like you, you have to have that time clock in your head. Like one, two, like you know, just have that time clock in your head, and and then, but like, all right, all right, you get down, you know, you you give the ball to the ref here, ref, and you know, you try to, you try to do what you do, you know. I don't, 
you know, this game, and you would have had one more shot at the end zone. Not saying you guys would have made it, but hey, who knows? Maybe you do. But then you could, there could potentially be a, a thing where we're going to overtime because the cow, Greg Zerline, for some reason, he always misses uh, extra points. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But Cowboys, you're 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 at home watching the playoffs just like the Eagles are. So thank you. <laughs> um, the Chiefs defeated the Steelers forty-two to twenty-one. It was an interesting game at first, but then uh, Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, started to pull away. Um, but it was interesting at first. But you know, Chiefs are gonna chief. Um, Monday Night Football, uh, we had the Rams defeat. Dominate the fucking Cardinals, uh, thirty-four to eleven. Um, it was unbelievable, defensively, offensively. It, it was kind of. I think it just had to do, you know, with the playoff first playoff uh, game for the whole team. You know, not every single player, but you know, the coaching staff. You know, head coach Cliff Kingsbury never never been in that situation, and neither has Kyler Murray. Um, but yeah, I mean, Odell Beckham throwing a 40-yard pass, Matthew Stafford having two touchdown passes. He really didn't pass that much. He only had 17 attempts, but had 202 yards. Um Cooper Cup having a touchdown, you know. It just they dominated defensively score they were scoring. Kyler Murray just he stunk it up. He stunk it up, people. It was surprising. I thought it was going to be a real good game, but it just wasn't. Um but now we got divisional. We got divisional week. It's the, the divisional round this weekend, starting today at four thirty p.m. Eastern time. Tennessee Titans are four point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they get Derrick Henry back, obviously. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna go. I think. Um, I think Cincinnati's formula has to be score points early. Get to a hot. Get to a hot start. Start. Start off hot, you know, get going. That way you have, you have to make them uh, pass the ball. You make Tennessee Titans pass the ball, there's a, uh, there's a very good uh, good chance that they will not beat you. That's it. And so I look at it. Um, I think Julio Jones is playing. I mean, they got, they got the weapons. They got the weapons to, you know, com- combat with the Bengals. But just be interesting to see if they'll be able to. Now, if Bengals don't get off to a hot start, um, then, then the Titans are just going to flow with uh, Derrick Henry. They're just going to flow with the flow of Derrick Henry, and that's dangerous too. So um, I got Bengals. I'm going I'm to say Bengals. I'm, I'm going to say Bengals win 26-23. I'm gonna go, that's the way I'm going to go. And they move on to the, to the AFC Championship game. Um, 8.15 p.m. Eastern time. You got the Niners and the Packers. Um, I go Packers. I think this was going to be a close one, too. Um, I don't think uh, it's going to be in a, no sorts of blowouts. Um, I, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers beat the Packers. But I think uh, Packers are five five and a half point favorites. I think Packers win this game. Um, I think Packers win um, 37, to, 37 to 33. They defeat the 49ers. Um, but 49ers are dangerous too, you know, the run game, the pass game, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, when Jimmy Garoppolo gets going, he gets going. And then you got Debo Samuel, they, he's locked into a whole no, another dimension right now and the run game and the pass game and all that. And, um, but I, I'm gonna go with the Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers is that dude. He's a mad, he's a bad, bad man. You got Aaron Rodgers, you got Devontae Adams, 
you have AJ Dillon, you have uh, Aaron Jones, you know, you got all these weapons, and uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is just like, well, here we go. <laughs> you know, uh, Nick Bosa, I believe, is going to play. I think uh, Fred Warner is going to play as well. So um, that that helps the 49ers' defense. But um, I I I think uh, I think um, I think Packers win. I think Packers win. That one's at eight fifteen. Um, then uh, Sunday we got uh, three o'clock. We have Rams Buccaneers. Um, Buccaneers are two, three point favorites. I'm going with LA Rams. Um, Buccaneers, yes, they're a good team, but they're not the team from last year. And this Rams team, they're a, a scary team. We got Matthew Stafford under under uh, under center. You have uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup. Um, you got freaking Sony Michelle. Um, and that defense of Aaron Donald and, and Jalen Ramsey is unbelievable. But the Buccaneers, you do have Tom Brady under center, so we can't we can't take that away. We can't take that away. But but um, let's see. I, I'll tell you right now. Um, Ronald Jones won't be playing. Um, they, they they have a few guys that are questionable. I don't know if uh, Chris Godwin or. Um, I don't know if Chris Godwin and Leonard from that. I don't know if they're going to play. If they do, that helps. But um, I got the Rams. I got, I got the Rams winning this in overtime. I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Buccaneers score 28. And uh, the Rams score 34 to win in overtime. That's what I'm going to go with. I think they do. I think they win. I think Odell Beckham Jr. has the breakout, the breakout game. The one we've been all waiting for, I think he, he I'm gonna say he's, uh, yeah, he's Odell Beckham's just gonna, he's gonna go off. Like, we'll just say that he's gonna go off. <laughs> yeah, Rams win though, they move on. And then the Bills and the Chiefs at six thirty p.m. Eastern time. Um, Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. Uh, not big, not big favorites. I'm happy by that. Happy by that. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. That way, there's no doubt about it. We're not getting the Buccaneers or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um, not only that, not only that, are we not getting that, but we're not getting the Super Bowl rematch, which is good. Bills move on. Uh, I think uh, Josh Allen right now, he's starting, he's starting to feel his groove again. You know, uh, maybe he listened to Bart Scott and took some Viagra. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, on serious note, you know, I think uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, you know, Devin Singletary starting to find his groove as well. Knox, the tight end, he's he's good. The defense, defense is all right. They they have their moments, but uh, we seen last week against the Patriots what they were able to do. I think they're gonna have that same mentality, that same uh, same demeanor uh, against the Chiefs. Like, hey, these Patriots, the Patriots, just like they did with the Patriots. Hey, they're a cocky team. They think they're going to run all over us. They think they're going to be able to destroy us. Man, F these dudes. I think they're going to have that same mindset against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I believe the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills, I, I'm, I'm going to say they went 42 to 34. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I, I got the Bengals advancing Packers, Rams, and Chief, and uh, Bills. Um, so think about, think about that. You got... So next week in the conference championship game, we'd get Bengals, Bills, Rams, Packers. Ladies and gentlemen, one of these, one of these teams are one of hopefully Buccaneers and Chiefs don't advance, so we get one of, new face, new Super Bowl type matchup, right? <sighs> hopefully, hopefully. Now here's my power rankings from uh from lat from this week. 
Um, and at number at number five, can we can we do five? Yeah, we can do five. We can do five. We can do five. <laughs> at number five, I'm I'm gonna go with the. Okay. All right. Let's see. Number five, I I, I would go with, uh, the 49ers. I'm gonna go with the 49ers because they had a chance to put this away early, but they just allowed the Dallas Cowboys to continue to get in the game. Um, but they they got the victory. They got the victory because Dallas Cowboys are stupid. So um, <laughs> at number four, at number four, I'm gonna I'm gonna go um, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Um, even though I, I'm rooting for them to go all the way because the, they just they they look like that team. They look like that 2017 Eagles team where they where, where they went to the Super Bowl. They played the, the 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 Patriots and Tom Brady, and they were able to pull out that victory at super at the Super Bowl Super Bowl 52. So hopefully, uh, Bengals are able to kind of do the same thing. So I got Bengals at four. At number three, I, I I'd go with the. Uh, at number three, I would. Oof, this one, this one's tough. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs at number three, just because they beat the Steelers. Everybody knew they were they were gonna beat the Steelers. Um, I mean, I we, when I hosted on Perez last week, on last week, I told them I was like they're probably gonna blow out the Steelers. So, yeah. At number two, at number two, I will go with. Uh, what do we got? We got the Bills, Buccaneers, and the Rams. Oof. This one's tough. Um, well, I got to add, uh, so it's six then, top six. All right, so, all right, let me do this again. Niners are six, Bengals are fifth, Chiefs are four, Buccaneers I'd have at three. Buccaneers I'd have at three, because even though they beat the Eagles 31-15, they just, they don't look like that team. They don't look like that squad, and that concerns me a bit. Um, number two, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think Bills are very, another very good team. Um, a team I'm rooting for, obviously. Um, they destroy the Patriots, so um, they they look real good. Real, real good. And then at number one, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams at number one. Um, just because how they dominated the Cardinals all game round, it was just like, like whoa. Like, it's something I didn't see coming. It, no doubt about it, guys. I didn't see that coming. And for for me to to actually witness it and see it, and see how everything played out. It just like, damn, like, this is, this is happening. This is real. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with the um, I'm gonna go with the, the, the the Rams at number one. So I hope I hope you guys enjoy, um, the playoffs this weekend, the divisional round, right? Um, yes, the NFL season sadly is coming to an end, but let's enjoy it while it's here, people. Let's enjoy it. even if your team's not in it. Let's enjoy it as long as we don't get Buccaneers and Chiefs. Even though it'd probably be a great matchup, it would be better than last year's. Let's just enjoy it, people. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the chosen one, the father, the son, three, two, one, the podcaster. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, and I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.